0: I think upon your goodness and your faithfulness each day. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor John Joseph. John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of this world. He's the father of Real Grace Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this message.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be in church this morning? Oh, yes. Now I want you to shake at least five people say I'm excited to be in church this Father's Day.
0: Excited to be in church.
1: Glory be to God. Let us pray. Father, we bless you this morning because this is the day you have made. Heavenly Father, we are glad that we are your children. Thank you, Father, because in your loving kindness, you bettered us. The greatest Father, the Almighty Father, the loving Father, the merciful Father. We love you, Father. And on this Father's Day, we recognize you, our Heavenly Father. As the ultimate father. As the supreme father. As the all in one father. what cannot quantify how grateful we are our father. Thank you father. We love you father. Thank you father. We say thank you. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Put your hand together for Jesus. All right, you may please be seated. Eloquen, are you ready with your team? All right. Uh, yes. Can I have it? Um, this morning, I, I, I told them to pre- reserve a song. Why are you looking as though you don't? You are not ready. Are you ready for the? Are you ready or not? Let me know, please. If you're ready, where the Where are the, the instrumentalists or whatever they are? Okay. 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 Alright, today, this special Father's Day, I will be sharing on an important subject. I'm waiting for my team to give me this special rendition so. Okay, good, let's move on. On what to do when your father offends you. That's the, or what to do when your parents offend you. That's the theme then I will be sharing on the subtitle How to Avoid the Trap of Dishonor. So the series, or the the main theme is what to do when your father offends you. But the sub theme is how to avoid the trap of what? How to avoid the trap of this honor. Now, I would like you to open your Bible with me to so Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Once you are ready, Queenie you and your team, mount the speaker stand there because you can, I just, once you are ready, I'm ready. So don't, I just want to see all of you assemble, then I will call you, just mount with your team. And um, let him play in the background. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 20 verse 12. Honor thy father and thy mother. That thy days may be long. Upon the land which the Lord thy God. Giveth thee. Amen. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. A son honoreth his father. And a servant is master. If I then be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear, saith the Lord of hosts unto you? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord. So, so, so honor thy mother. This is, sorry. Children, obey your parents in the law, for this is right. Honor the father and thy mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise. Verse 3. That it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long. On the earth. Amen. Now. Both in the Old and New Testament. One thing is common. When this commandment with a promise. Is rolled out. And that word is the word honor. Every instruction that has to do with your father and mother. It's amazing that the most common word. The ultimate word that the Bible uses is the word honor. Honor. Old Testament. Anytime it wants to tell you about your parent, it will tell you honor. New Testament. Honor. So there must be something about the word honor. Honoring parent. Honoring your father and your mother. So there is something that is so important about the word honor that. We need to know. Because knowing how to honor them means you are becoming a specialist in fulfilling this great hallelujah. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you with me this morning? And when the Lord wanted to also refer to himself, he still used the word, a son honored his father, a servant his master. If I be a father, where is my honor? So the same word that God uses for earthly father. He's saying, Even I, God, I deserve the same honor. I demand the same honor. So it tells you the kind of honor that God is talking about. If God is using the same word that he used for honoring your parent for himself, the ultimate father, then it tells you that that word is a very big word and you should be a specialist in knowing more about the word honor most of us have lost sight of the word honor and we do not know what honor is anymore but on this father's day we are going back to the word honor God said I want to be honored and the Lord said also honor your father Honor your father. Honor your God. Ultimate father is saying, Honor me. And ultimate father said, Honor your father. Honor your mother. What is honor? So before I go into the word honor, let's receive the love queen. Back when I was a child. Come on. For the innocence.
0: It, so listen, you
1: see, when you allow life, if you flow in life, one of the things that life will do is to remove the innocence. And when that innocence is removed, you will be a child who do not know how to honor anymore. Both God, both your heavenly father. So when you are. One of the things children knows how to do is to do what? Honor. Honor. Come on. Back when I was a child again. Back when
0: I was a child.
1: Oh yes.
0: Come on. Before life removed all the healing of sin. My father
1: my father will lead me
0: up and dance with mother and me, and then spin me around your life I was living. Then all the stairs would carry me, and I knew for sure. I knew for sure I was lost I was love. My father
1: oh, Woo! I love to dance with my father again yes. Yes. Wonderful When I misbehave, I run to my father.
0: Aha. Aha.
1: You have father. You know how You have a father. song right now. Listen to this part. Something has happened to this father. What happened to him? Do you know it? Come on, give it to me. God's gifts. All right. keep the ball But God doesn't do that usually.
0: One more time. Every time again. I a so I never If I
1: could I the Latin word pario and it means to produce or bring forth the one who produces or bring forth produce or bring forth the second meaning of, of the word parent is to come to come into existence to cause to come Into existence, and the third meaning is to raise and nurture. To raise and to nurture. So, the first meaning again is to produce and bring forth. To produce and bring forth. Second meaning. To cause to come into existence. Third meaning, to raise and nurture. Now, today being Father's Day, I'm substituting, I'm using one word for parent, substituting with the word father. Father. Because a father, that's why the Bible uses the word masculine word, the Lord consists of both, whenever you see me use the word father today, I'm referring to the male gender, I'm also referring to the parent, the male and the female. Do you understand what I mean? So a father is one that produces and brings forth. It produces and brings forth. A father is one that come, cause you to come into existence. So a father produces and he brings forth. A father causes one to come into existence. And the third one, a father is someone who raises and nurtures. He raises and nurtures. So that these are the three major characteristics of the word father. Now... Like I share with you, the word honor is also the word for glory. Another meaning for the word honor is glory. So when when we say, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple, it's like saying, and the honor of the Lord filled the temple. And the same word that we use for honoring God is the same word that is used for the word honoring a father. So it tells you where God, the level God places a father. Are you with me? There are nine types of fathers. How many types of fathers? Nine. One, heavenly father. Two, biological father. That's the one that gives birth to you physically. Three, father in Christ. That's the one that led you to Christ. The person that made you become born again. The one that preached to you. Remember that I'm using it for both the male and female gender. So if it was a lady or a woman or a female person that led you to Christ, that's your mother in Christ. So we are referring to her now as father in Christ. Number four, father in the ministry. Father in the ministry may be different or is often different from father in Christ or may be the same. So the person that led you to Christ may not be the one that raised you up into doing the work of the Lord. So you may have somebody leading you to Christ, another person making, leading you to do the work of the Lord. Now you are a pastor, now you are A bishop, now you are a deacon. Those are your father in the ministry. The one who gave birth to you in the ministry. Number five, substitute father. Substitute father. A substitute father is the one that God sends to your life to continue or to play the role of your biological father. So a substitute father, maybe your father is dead and sometimes your father is alive but you may not have a good relationship with your earthly father or you may not even know your father for whatever reason. One of the things that God does is that he also sends a substitute father and sometimes your, your, your earthly father is still there but there is a substitute father who works side by side to do more than your earthly father is doing or compliment what your earthly father is doing. That's a substitute father. So a substitute father also cares for you like a biological father. And sometimes, or a lot of the time, cares much more than a biological father. The next one is father-in-law. A father according to law is when you are married, the woman you marry or the man you marry, according to law, Is now your like your biological father. He has the same authority as your biological father. The number seven one is father of a church. These are fathers of who starts a church, who found a church. Those are father of a church. They call them. Founders. How many do you have? How many do you have? Seven. Number eight. Father of a movement. Father of a movement are those who give birth to a, a movement. Now, for instance now, the late apostle Ayobabalola is a father of a movement. He started the CSC movement. All right. The late, I I don't know what what prophet, uh, Oshawa, is the father of the white garment church. He started that movement. There was nothing like white garment church some years ago. All right? He started a movement. In modern times, we regard uh, Papa Egan as the father of the modern day faith. Abraham is the father of the movement of faith. Amen. Then the last one, a father in sin. A father in sin is the one that introduces you to different aspects of sin. For instance, a father in sin may be the one who introduces you to smoking or who introduces you to clubbing or who introduces you to even a wayward life that took you from your innocency into another life that's a father in sin out of the nine fathers this is the only father you are bound to dishonor father in sin the greatest honor you can do to a father in sin is to lead him to Christ and if the person refuses to be in Christ you don't honor a father in sin now in these eight fathers, there is something that is now called the fatherhood relay. What do I call it? Fatherhood relay, in a relay race, somebody starts and it gets to a point the time is up, he has to hand over to another person. Then that person fixes it and starts, depending on how long the race is, then he hands over the person to another person. Then, the person picks it up and maybe continue until the finish end. But in life, whether you know it or not, every man goes through what is called the fatherhood relay. Where God at different junctions in your life sends different fathers to you for different purposes. That is why the Bible says in Psalm 27 verse 10, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. So that is why you see that in life there is no orphan in the real sense. Because even when the biological or whatever father has a vacuum, you will always see that God in that father would relay will send someone else to take that role. Unless you are the one that have intentionally Destroy that relationship through your act of dishonor or whatever. Praise the Lord. Now, you must learn to receive fathers. Now, let me show you something. In the book of Esther chapter 5, we read of the man called Mordecai. And in Esther chapter 2, sorry, Esther chapter 2, verse 5, the Bible says, now in Shushan, the palace, there was a certain Jew Whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jerah the son of Shimei, the son of Kish, a Benjamin. And he brought up Adasa, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter. For she had neither father nor mother, and her father and mother were dead. two for his own, when her father and mother were dead, two for his own daughter. Now, do you know what happened? Esther lost her dad. Adessa lost her dad. Most people used to think that Mordecai was Esther's cousin and Esther's uncle. But actually, they were cousins. Mordecai was not Esther's uncle. Mordecai was Esther's cousin. Esther's dad and Mordecai's dad We're siblings. We're brothers. The Bible never spoke about what happened to Mordecai's dad. But the Bible spoke about what happened to Esther's dad. That Esther's parents died. And this man, Mordecai, who is a cousin to Esther, decided to adopt Esther as his own daughter. And it's amazing that Esther never so because they were they should, Esther, At the point when Esther became very Rich Prosperous he, She could have looked down on him And said why are you controlling my life After all we are cousins Why, why are you looking down on me Why are you telling me to Especially when uh, Monica began to say Go like this, go like this, go like this Esther could have said ah, Oh boy, will you be your owner Oh boy, not be brother with me, not be cousin with me Why are you not behaving as if?' But Esther never did that. No wonder Esther was a successful woman. That even though Mordecai was a cousin, Esther throughout her lifetime treated him as a father. So you realize that in life, the fatherhood relate changed two times in the life of Esther. Number one, it changed from a biological father, it changed from her uncle then entered into the hand of a cousin. And it was this cousin called Mordecai that took Esther to her promised land. I pray today that every father that God has sent to your life that you have despised. May your relationship be restored with them today. How do you receive a father? The word any father God sent to your life, what you owe them is honor. What you owe any of the father God sent to your life is what? Honor. What does it mean to honor? Honor consists of two major words, love and respect. The word honor consists of two words, Element. The two key elements of honour is what? Love and what? Respect. Now the the opposite of dishonour is simp- of honour is dishonor, which means to trivialize. As if the person is not important. So the opposite of honor is dishonor. And dishonor simply means to trivialize the father as so though it's not important. So right now you can even refer to him as Jalingo. When you trivialize your father, that's when you can look at him eyeball to eyeball and say, What he said? When you trivialize your father, that is when you can lose all the respect, all the love, all the adoration you have for him. You trivialize him as any other person. In fact when honor enters the life of a child what happens is that he or she treats his father as any other person talks to him relate to him like any other person. Not like a father anymore. It trivializes this honor is simply to trivialize the importance of a father in your life. Are you with me? Now what then happens? Malachi 4 verse 6 says And they shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their father lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. In other words When your heart is turned against your father, instantly you activate a curse in the realm of the spirit. The day you begin to trivialize, dishonor, ridicule your father, even father in law, biological father, father in Christ, substitute father, any type, or even our heavenly father. You enter into that realm where you begin to, to realize they are important, dishonor them. They don't have to curse you. Most fathers will even not curse you. Most mothers will not curse you. But automatically you press that switch and that you will activate a curse. A curse is activated. This curse Even your father or your mother has nothing to do with it. They may not even know. They don't have to speak to your life that I'm cursing you. So that's why sometimes some father or mother begins to even fast and pray for their children in predicament. But amazingly, they themselves cannot do anything about the blessing or the curse. Because it is automatic. So for instance, when a, a child begins to dishonor, civilize the father and things begin to go the other way in the life of that child the father himself they begin to even be the one praying for the child Lord remember my child have mercy upon my child and yet nothing will change in the life of that child because it's the child that I've activated press the switch that has made that curse to so come to pass Today anyone under a curse Anyone that has pressed that switch button I see the mercy of the Lord Bringing you out of it So when you want to Categorize the commandment of God This is how you categorize them You will see the commandment of God In Deuteronomy the chapter 27 The commandment of God In Deuteronomy the 5.16 The commandment of God In Exodus chapter 20, regarding your parents, when you want to categorize them, you categorize all the commandments of God in these three ways. What you must do to God and must not do. The next one is what you must do to your parents. And the last one is what you must do to others. So if you go to Exodus chapter 20, you realize that the first thing God said is what you must do to him. The second thing God said from verse 12 is what you must do to your parents. The third thing God began to say is what you must do to others. That's how to categorize the commandment of God. God parents others. Go and check. That's the summary of the commandment of God. God parents others. Now amazingly the Lord Jesus then combined them into two and said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Then he said, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. But where did Jesus put the the other parent? Because it was three. God, parents, others. Do you know what Jesus did? Jesus simply equates our parents with God in our life. He put their honor. Because remember, the same Word that is used for honor, bring God, is what is used for honoring our parents. So the Lord Jesus combines some of the entire commandment, which is God, parent others, which is in Exodus chapter 20, and is something up into two that honor the Lord your God, love the Lord your God with all your heart, then Lord your neighbor as yourself. He didn't call your parents neighbor, he puts your parents under God. So after the Almighty God, the next authority in your life is your father. The next authority that can bless or curse you after God is your father. If blessings and curse carries the same weight with the blessing and the curse of God upon a man. You understand now. The blessing and the curse of the father over a child carries the same weight as the blessing and the curse of God upon that man. That's why Jesus equated it into love God, love your neighbor. Is somebody with me? Why is this important? There are three Partners that brought you into this life God, your father, and your mother. These are the three partners that made you exist. And so, in this earth, God has authority primarily, your father has authority. Are you with me? Now, let's look at it. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 18. The Bible said, the word of the Lord said to Abraham, In you shall all nations be blessed. Said, All nations shall be blessed in you. Genesis chapter 25, verse 11. The Bible then says, And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son, not his neighbor. His what? Blessings of a father close to their children naturally. God blessed his son. Why? Because God has told his father that in it shall all the nations of the earth be what? Blessed. Now that we know the type of fathers we have, let me show you now the four types of son that we have. There are four types of sons. How many types of son? There may be more than that. But according to my study that I'm sharing with you, I'm sharing four. Number one, the Bible talks about the prodigal son. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 13. The prodigal son. A prodigal son is a son that does not value his association with his father. So when you see a prodigal son, for instance, he may live in the same house with his father, but never say good morning. A prodigal son does not even value the fact that his father is alive or dead. Now, a prodigal son is materialistic. He's only, he only remembers that he has a father when he's in trouble. Or it's only after his father because of what he wants to get. When he or she gets it, he moves on. That's a prodigal son. Materialistic children. Number two, Disobedient son. Disobedient son. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. Bible says, that hear ye children the instruction of the Father and attend to no understanding. Now the Bible began to share with us in the New Testament about disobedient sons. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 says, wherein in past you walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. The spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 6 says, Let no man deceive you with vain words, because of the things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Colossians chapter 3 verse 6 says, for which things say the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. So the, the Bible clearly states and describes there are, there, there are children that are called disobedient children or disobedient sons. Say with me, I refuse to be one of them. What does this mean? Children that do not value instruction. Children that despises instruction. Are you with me? The third type of son you can have, or that there is, is what we call stubborn and rebellious son. Stubborn and rebellious son. Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 18 to 21, the Bible says that, if a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 1, the Bible says, Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel but not of me, and that cover with a covering but not of my spirit. So there are children that are referred to as rebellious Children, stubborn children. Say with me, that is not me. How do you know a rebellious son? One of the major characteristics of a rebellious son or a rebellious children is that they are often angry when they are rebuked. In fact, every one of us can fall victim of this if you don't check your life. The response of a child when chastised or corrected actually determines the kind of child that boy or that girl is. If you are a child that when they when you are corrected, when you are chastised, when you are rebuked, you misbehave, then you are falling that you are you have found yourself as a rebellious or a stubborn son. The last Type of son is a beloved son. A beloved son or a beloved son. Matthew chapter 3 verse 16 to 17. And Jesus when he was baptized went up straight away out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Verse 17 then says, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Again, in Matthew chapter 17, verse 5, While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed him, and behold, a voice from out of the cloud, which said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. So the highest type of son or daughter you can be is to be a beloved son, a beloved daughter. That is what God is making you right now. I said, that is what God is making you right now. Now, so in life, in order to fulfill the commandment of honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long, that it may be well with you, you must then know how to become a beloved son. That is your number one task in life. How, what do you need to do to become a beloved son? Because once you are a beloved son, you realize that you are a, a beloved son always fulfills that commandment, honor your father, honor your mother. A beloved son is an honorable son. That is what God is going to make you today. Now, how do you become a beloved son? Number one. Steps to becoming a beloved son. Number one. Minister to the material needs of your father. Minister to the material needs of your father. Matthew chapter 15 verse 3 to 7 says, Jesus replied, And why do you, by your tradition, violate the direct commandment of God? For instance, God says, honor your father and mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. Verse 5. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, Sorry, I can't help you. For I have vowed to give to God what I will have given to you. In this way, you say they don't need to honor their parents. And so you cancel the word of God for the sake of your own tradition. The Bible says, when you do not... Matthew chapter 15, verse 3 to 7. Whoever is there needs to be very alert. Matthew chapter 15... Verse 3 to 7. Please, effect that change on the screen, please. And if you cannot do that, maybe you should excuse yourself from that place. I don't want to repeat myself over this matter, place. So, the Pharisees were saying that if you say that this is offering, you are giving your offering and your tax. And because of that, you are not giving to your parents. Jesus said, you have misruled. You are a Christian who have misruled. Why are you not honoring your parents? You see, I will have honored them about, you know, I have my tithe and offering. What I should have given to my parents is what I have given as tithe and offering to my, to my God. Jesus said, you have made the commandment of no effect. So God expects you to minister to the material needs of your parents. Why? In the book of 2 Timothy, the Bible says, 2 Timothy chapter 5 verse 4, 1 Timothy, no, Timothy chapter 5 verse 4, but if she says, if she has children or grandchildren, their first responsibility is to show godliness at all and repay their parents by taking care of them This is something that pleases God. You owe your parents. Every child owes that you are indebted to your parents. That is why it is a curse for you to be earning salary. And you will never take out of your money to send to your parents. One of the ways to curse your salary or your business, even if you are tithing and giving offering out of it, remember that the same word, honor for God, is what is used for honor for your parents. So you don't only tithe and give offering. After God, the next set of people in your life is your parents or are your parents. Don't let anybody deceive you. Any money that your parents are not chopping inside is a cursed money. It cannot be well with that money. Because the Bible say that, that it may be well with you. That your days may be long. So one of the, even if you tithe and give offering, let me say this, you may not like it. Even if you give tithe and offering, but still do not take out of that income or that substance to honor your parents by giving to them, the Bible says tithe and offering is not enough to make your finances blessed. Let us get it right. Tithe and offering is not the only thing that makes or are not the only things that make your money to be blessed. So, even if you tithe, you give offering, but your parents are not being honored by giving to them, let me say this. According to God's word to the Pharisee, he said you make the commandment of God of no effect. In other words, your money is still not blessed. So, you can be a good tither. One who gives offering often, but you do not honor your prayer from that substance, the blessing is not complete. That is still partial word, blessing. Matthew 15, verse 3 to 7 explains it very clear. Matthew 15, 3 to 7 spells it out. 1 Timothy also, 1 Timothy 5, 4 spells it out. So don't let any pastor deceive you by telling you that the only thing you need to do for you to be blessed financially or for your for your finances to be blessed is that God wants you tithe and you give offering. That is all. Any pastor that preaches such a sermon is a foreigner, is a deceiver because the word of the Lord in Matthew, Matthew chapter 5 Matthew chapter 15, verse 3 to 7, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 4, is very explicit. Matthew 15, 1 Timothy chapter 5, clearly states that tithe and offering is not enough to make you blessed. Your parents must be honored with your finances. So I will say it again. Any man of God that teaches that tithe and offering is the only key or the only thing that makes you to be blessed in, you, in every area of your life. That will only make it to be well with you. That we only made it, that that's the only thing that you need to be blessed for you to be well with you. That once you tithe, once you give offering, you are good to go. That is heresy. That is a line gospel. The Bible never said that tithe and offering is all that is needed. But the Bible actually said that it is not just enough to give to God. But out of that giving, you must also give to your parents. If you don't give to your parents, tithe and offering can only cover 50%. There is still another aspect that needs to be covered. That one tithe and offering cannot cover it. It is your parent that will cover it. The blessing of your parents. So the covering you need is not just the covering from your tithe and offering or the blessing from your tithe and offering. You also need the blessing that comes from your parents. And let me shock you by saying this. The blessing of tithe and offering cannot replace the blessing that comes also from giving to your parents. There are two distinct blessings. So go back and read 1 Timothy chapter 5. Go back and read Matthew chapter 15. It's clearly stated there. So you made the word of God of no effect when you teach such things. You made the word of God of no effect. So most of us give with reference to God. You give with reference with your tithe and offering, but you give to your parents as though they are beggars. They are missing road. You must give to them with honor. You must give to them with reverence. Some of you, maybe this is where you missed it in life. Maybe this is where you totally went wrong. Because the, the Lord Jesus put the authority of the parent directly under God. Above God, your parent your fathers, your mothers are, they are the next authority. Hallelujah. So you must learn to minister to your parents, your fathers, your spiritual father, your biological father. Learn to minister to them. Number two, celebrate your father. Every father God has sent to your life, you owe them one thing, to celebrate them. You must learn to celebrate them. Now, what does it mean? Celebrating is one, one, one of the ways you show your love and respect for them. There is nothing called too much celebration. If you ever have anybody who complains about the way you celebrate your father or your mother or your parents, spiritual parents, biological parents, Know that that person is your greatest enemy. Always watch out for those who say, eh, but we just teach uh, mama's uh, birthday. Now you are saying that we should not do mama's adoring. Now you are saying we should not do this. Uh-uh. Is it every time? What, what, what You tell the person you are not the same level with them. You cannot be equated with them. Some years ago, I was in the church and we, we were to honor our Spiritual father in that place. And I had someone say, "Eh, but we just did uh, I forgot what we did that maybe it was no in that church. We we do something called Galatians 6, 6. It's something that is uh, said dedicated to honoring your pastor. Then I think that pastor was born in December. That Galatians 6 6 was somewhere in August. So we just did August birthday, oh no, Galatians 6 is in August. Now, his birthday, I think it was December 15 or December whatever. Now, they now came to us and said, we should contribute. I even some of my friends began to momma. And you realize that it's a bad spirit for you to even think that the one who causes you to exist like your spiritual father or your spiritual mother or your biological father or your biological mother or your, or your social father, who has played them too that you can over-celebrate them. Whenever you have that mentality that you can over-celebrate a parent or a, or a father or a mother, you have actually now entered into the spirit of pride or ingratitude. It's a very evil spirit. Run away from any, any, any or such person. In my career, the father in that ministry eh, a career person, somebody can birth you into a career. Those of you are going to learn business. The one who trained you in that business is your father. We, that one is like the father in the ministry for you. I remember when the, the man that trained me in computer line before I even went to university, I institution to go and learn to, to officially study, he called all of us one day that he would come and honor him. About thirteen boys he has trained, and all of us were doing well. And he said that on that day he was going to give us, after we honor him, he was going to give us a certificate or something like that. And he called an elderly man to come there, to come and sit down there. And all the guys that this man has spent his life training, you see, let me tell you something, when somebody trains you in a particular field, anybody that trains you in a particular field, is actually sharing out of what he should have made with with you. If there is only one lawyer in Nigeria, that means every case you go to that lawyer. Now, if you now have one lawyer training you, that means he has said that he has chosen that you can legally compete with him. So, sometimes instead of people patronizing him, they want to patronize you. He's one of the highest ways somebody can show you love. Now, we got there where the place we all assembled. And I thank God may I have known the principle of honor. Do you know what? The most senior person among us there who ought to, to be wise, those of you who are firstborn, those of you who have God has placed in the position of a firstborn, let me say this to you. The easiest way you can take your authority away as a first child is to teach your siblings or your younger ones not to honor Their their father, or their mother, or your parents. Those of you who are senior, maybe you are the senior apprenticeship or senior colleague, anywhere you play a role, either in ministry, in family, or whatever, and they appoint you as number one. Always remember that the risk that you take as a number one is to point people under you away from their. That father's figure authority to yourself or to other things. Even when you ought to do something and you are not doing it, you realize that such a person will not be honored again in life. You carry their cause. This is why a lot of times, firstborn struggles. Because there are some firstborn who have never called for any celebration of their father, there are some firstborn who have never made any effort to honor their parents. They will not join in contributing or saying something. Firstborn, be wise. It will be, it will be well. Or it may be well with those under you. But you, it will be very hard for you to be well with you. Because you have now blocked them from seeing beyond you for the right person, which is their father. This is one of the risks that firstborn or those in senior authority, this is one of the risks that they carry. It's, it's a grave mistake. This guy stood there as the rest were talking. And they were talking about how much should we take in? And all of them were going to deliberate on how much we should go and give this man. And I hear the one say, uh, Ogao jare. Uh, I say no. I do And know of us were doing well. And some of them said, it, eventually they decided that they were going to give about five, five thousand naira. I was shocked. But well, because I was the least among them, like second to the least of the least in that meeting, after the thirteen of them, so I could not see anything. But me, I was wise. When they all decided to go and give the man 5,000 naira, this was 5,000 naira, it's like 50,000 naira now, really. I didn't see anything. The senior went in. The man prayed for him. All of them went in. When it was my own turn, I think what I took there was about twenty thousand naira. I will not join them. I was wiser. When I entered, the man is an idol worshiper. When I entered and I presented my own envelope, the man counted the money. Pam, 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 pam. After he counted the money, he looked at the elderly man who was a Christian. and said. Did I tell you? I said Damn, I did. I tell you that this boy watch out for him. This boy, watching. so he said, "Neither." said because you are a Christian, I will not want to violate your God. But he said he began to now speak words into my life. Then he called the elderly man to come and pray. You know, I'm a Christian, so he cannot do pray on me with sinap sinap and those things he was carrying. But from his heart that day, from his heart. This thing is real. He blessed me more than all of them. I'm on this exalted altar. I'm not lying to you. It's been now over 15 years there about of that incident. By the grace of God. Not one of those who entered that room is doing better than me today. Not one of them. As if not one. Some of them have even become shopless. One of them today is a security guard. A lot of them have left their business. It was a moment where they ought to celebrate the man who was their father in business. Maybe we should even add that one. Father in career. Father in career. You should add that one. Father in career. Let's separate it. Father in career, which is now business or whatever. They were supposed to honor him. Somebody who made all of us into earning our source of income and they decided that all they could give him was 5,000 naira. It was a major mistake they ever made in their life. Major mistakes. Never made major mistake. That's why I said that, fight anybody whoever ever, when, hey, why that spiritual father, biological father, when you gather for business, they say that, hey, it's, it's too much. much. It's too much. Fight them. Tell them that you are mad. Without this person, you would not have existed. You, you can tell the person you are mad because if you are not mad, if your mind is working, you will know that there is nothing called too much celebration of somebody who, who gave birth to you, who made you exist, who empowered your life. Is somebody with me. So, celebrate their birthdays. Most of you don't celebrate the parents of your father, you are waiting for the day he will die. It is a curse for you to gather people after your parents are dead or they are dead. For so now, one to cause you are killing Malu. That bone will never digest in your intestine. When you refuse to eat that, kill that cow when they are alive. This culture that celebrates, that carries a be when the person dies. But we not carry a be for birthday. It's an evil culture. Because the dead person does not eat meat. The dead person does not eat the goat. You are actually feeding your own stomach. That is not honor. The real honor is what you do for them when they can say thank you. When they can see. When you sit down with them on the hospital bed. When you clean their poo-poo. When you refuse to send them to the nursing home is better than calling whoever. Not an embassy after they are dead. Call not an embassy for them when they are on the sick bed or when they are doing their birthday. Call whoever you want to call for them when they are alive. Not when they are, are carrying their casket. Does casket have eyes? Is a sign of foolishness. Me in my family they know i don't join them to celebrate dead people i honor them with my presence but i will tell them let us do this and amazingly like my grandmother before she died i even created a whatsapp group i call it mama's birthday the last grandmother we had in our family she was so old that she she only remembered that she was born on the market day and after she, she remembered that she was a teenager when nigeria airways was flying that's how she used to know her age. Do you know that not one of, I think it was about two of us, the rest began to give excuse. I did that thing, and I, when I saw that thing, so one of the daughters moved that mama from the village to Lagos, every month I began to send things to the mama. I will fry meat, because even though she was old, she liked frying meat. She, liked fry, I will, she likes pop-up, she likes milo. I began to, every, every month, mama said that she cannot see very well, but she can see a chicken that is far. If you want mama to see, carry her chicken, she will see you. But do you know that that mama never lived to see the next birthday? And when they, she now died, then they began to now form another WhatsApp group. I didn't join it. Uh, let us go and rent down all. Let's let's uh, Till today, whether they did that party or not I did not join that It's an evil, it's a curse The woman will look down from heaven If a dead person can cause I'm telling you, most of those who celebrate burial are cursed on that day Because some of them will not even visit their parents when they are sick They will be saying that they are too busy to come to visit. Then the person will die You are not coming to cry When the woman is alive you will not even know who was cleaning our diapers. She was swimming on her body. Some children they don't even know the, the some parent, Some children they don't even know that they have parents. Now the person that dies, you are not crying, foolish children. You are not one of them. I would rather have you just stand, carry the casket and cry small, put it there, and go your own way. It's better than to celebrate a casket when you did not celebrate the living. It is a curse to celebrate the dead when you did not celebrate it when they are alive. Run away from that curse. And those of you who like attending burial, find out before you go and eat me too. Oh, I'm telling you the truth. Because sometimes you go and eat a cursed meat and you, you are coming back from there. You, some, your business begins to go because all those children... When you eat a curse meat, you are cursed meat, some of you don't know that some problem entered into your life because of some barrier you entered. You went. Right. You may not. It's the truth. Because whatever joins itself to a cursed thing becomes cursed. When they invite you to any barrier, ask them, when was the last time you did a woman's birthday? They say, hey, did you people do carry on a birthday? Did you kill a cow like this? If they said no, he say no. In our church, we are told not to do, not to join this kind of a barrier. Is a curse. curse. I'm telling you, it's a curse. curse. Because, because they are, are fighting. And, and you will see them. them. All, all the money is, is coming to their pockets. All their Asherbi is coming to their pockets. All the thing is about their own. They are actually. You see, this one will carry this tent. That one, their tent. This one, this tent. And it's this business venture for them. They are only using that barrier to do business. Ah! Celebrate your parents' birthday. Celebrate your parents. Another major event in their life of your parents should celebrate is their wedding anniversary. Most of you don't even know their wedding anniversary. Even if they never had a wedding, officially create one day for them. Say, Mama, Papa, do one day. We want to celebrate both of you. Every child should celebrate their parents' wedding anniversary. It's very important. Let me tell you something. That one makes you enter into a covenant of peaceful marriage. Even if they are not together, even if they are divorced, still celebrate the day they came together. Let them know that even they, both of them may not be happy, but you, your presence is even a fulfillment in their life. That you are the best that ever happened to them. They don't, their marriage does not have to be good before you celebrate it. it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Their marriage does not have to be the best before you celebrate it. You celebrate it because you are entering a covenant that whatever is fighting their marriage will not fight your whole marriage. And whatever is working or blessing their marriage will also begin to work for you. That's why you should learn to celebrate your... Those two major events, a child should never joke with it. Never! Never, Never as long as you are alive. Never, ever, ever joke with your parents' birthday. Never, ever, ever joke with your parents' wedding anniversary. I'm, I'm, I'm advising you. I'm advising you. They are important seeds you must know, sow.
0: So today,
1: if you don't know when your, your parents when go and call, find out for them. If they say they don't know, help them calculate it. Tell them which day do you want us to have for you? Those two things. We'll make it to be their, their landmark that brings honor. Put your hands together for Jesus. Last point today. How many points do you have? Two. The next one is fight not to be bitter. And I will end with this one. Fight not to be bitter. My time is up, really. So I think I will continue from here. Stand to your feet with me as we close this first service. Stand to your feet with me as we close this first service. Lift your voice and thank the Lord for His word. Thank God for it. right now for those of you in first service. Lift your voice and just thank the Lord for speaking to you. Thank God for His word. Thank God for His word. Thank God for His word. Oh Lord, we thank you for Your word. 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 We give you thanks. We give you praise. Lord, we give you thanks. We give you praise. Lord, we thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Maybe you realize that you have found yourself guilty in any of these things. Now, just pray for mercy. Say, Lord, have mercy. In any way I've been dishonoring my fathers. Any of the fathers that God has sent to your life, biological Father, Substitute father, spiritual father, father in ministry, father in Christ. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. In your mercy, forgive me. I am sorry. Lift your voice and talk to God. Maybe you never even celebrated your parents' birthday or your anniversary. Or you never said thank you, Papa. Or you don't see any reason why you are even angry with your father today. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Say, Lord, be merciful unto me. In any way, I've been dishonoring my father. Show me mercy. Show me mercy. Pray for yourself today. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. mercy. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Oh Lord, we pray for mercy today. We pray for mercy today. We pray for mercy today. Pray for mercy for your life. Thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Now lift your voice and pray for your parents. Your spiritual father, your biological father, your sons, any any of the fathers God has sent to your life. Today is a father's day. Just send the word of blessing to their life. Pray for them right now. Pray for them right now. Wherever your fathers are, wherever any of these fathers are today, send the word of God to their life. Send the word of God into their life. Pray for your fathers right now. The substitute father God has sent to your life. The biological fathers... The spiritual father. The father in the ministry. The father in Christ. Oh, pray for your father. Your father in laws. Pray for them right now. Today is a special day you can pray for them. Pray for them right now. Pray for them right now. Ba ba ya da, ta ba da, leke taza, leke taza.
0: Ba yi ba da ba,
1: ba ya ba Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name we are praying. If you are here, you are not born again. You realize that you have not even been obeying the words of our Heavenly Father. You have not been doing the thing that pleases our Heavenly Father. I want to say, Pastor, I want to repent today. I want to honor my Heavenly Father with my life. I want to surrender my life to my Heavenly Father. I want my Heavenly Father, the Almighty God, to take over my life. I want to live to please Him. Wherever you are, I just want to put your hand up. I want to pray for you. If you like to give your life to God, want to honor the Lord with yourself, with your life, just lift up your hand. I want to pray for you. God bless you. I see that hand. Just place the hand on your chest with me. And uh, today you are honoring your Heavenly Father with your life. Now say with me, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving me this opportunity to honor you with my life. I acknowledge that you are the reason I live. And, the I live. and today, Heavenly Father, today, Heavenly Christ, I, surrender my life to you I surrender my life to you to your Son, dear Lord Jesus. Soldier, Lord Jesus. And I ask that, dear Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus please, come please come into my life and be my Lord and, be my, Lord. and, my, personal and my personal Savior. Wash all my sins away, my sins away. with your precious blood. And please write my name In the book of life. Thank you Heavenly Father. For saving my soul today. I renounce my life of sin. I choose to live for Jesus. Thank you Heavenly Father. For saving my soul. In Jesus name. Amen. Heavenly Father I thank you for everyone. Who have given their life to Christ. Who have come to you today. I ask that this one shall be rooted and granted in your kingdom forevermore in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you because this one will be fruitful. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Now, I pray for everyone here today. The wisdom to honor the fathers that God has sent to your life. The wisdom to receive them. Never to trivialize their importance. Let that wisdom come upon you now in the name of Jesus. On this Father's Day, whatever wants to take away the honor of a father from your life, may the mercy of God deliver you from it. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Shout a louder amen, somebody. Put your hands together for Jesus.
0: We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please stop our website at www.ltc.ng. May God bless you.